Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Tea's Talk Time. I'm your host, Teresa Smith. I hope this episode finds you and your loved ones safe and well. It's been four weeks since New York started sheltering in due to the coronavirus pandemic and things have never been more strange. The city is so quiet. Very rarely do you see people walking down the streets when peering out of your closed window. The empty city bus passes by finally on schedule because nobody is rushing to get to work or school. It's as if we've been hushed by the wake of an awful plague. Those who trickle out onto the streets mostly wear masks and gloves as they quietly whisk by on their way to buy groceries or to walk their dogs. The gloomy weather of late serves as a backdrop for what we know is lurking in the shadows at our hospitals. The sunshine has peeked out on a few occasions, but it hides again as quickly as it comes out. Strange weather we're having. But we are New Yorkers. We are strong and resilient people. We know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to find our way through it. While sheltering in, we care for our children like birds in a nest with their newborns. We care for our aging parents by running errands for food and medication. Of course, we order all of these things in when we can but we go out when we absolutely have to. Only now we wear armor on these seemingly simple journeys. Always wondering in the back of our minds, when will this end? The governor says the curve is flattening on the same week that one of our neighbors have passed away. So we wonder if the government is giving good advice about ending this lockdown. Should our children be allowed to go back to school, out of the house, if they're unsure about the data and the possibility of a resurgence? All of this we ponder as we pray and keep abreast of current events each day. We play games with our children and allow them to spend more time on video games since they cannot go out to mingle with their friends. We even start to play video games ourselves, just to pass the time. Time. Time has a new meaning now. We think of those whose clocks have run out of time and are thankful that ours and our family and friends' clocks are still ticking. We comfort each other and pray for those who must go outside because they are essential workers. And we pray most of all for those who have lost loved ones to the virus. So on a lighter note, I had a painting session with my family after Easter Sunday dinner. We painted landscapes on canvases I'd purchased from Michael's craft store months before the lockdown. We also watched a movie together on the night before Easter. My son and I do indoor workouts at least twice a week to keep fit while we're at home 
as well. He's giving me tips on lifting some light weights. We do 30 laps around the rooms in the house for my cardio. He rides the exercise bike, walks on the treadmill, and does numerous sit-ups on his exercise mat. Hopefully, you are keeping active with your families too. So be safe and take good care. If you'd like to share some ideas about activities for families to do at home during the pandemic, reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. Talk to you later. Hello again, everyone. This is T of T's Talk Time, Teresa Smith. And I just wanted to say that directly after I published this episode, I received two text messages from two people who wanted to give a little feedback on the topic. So listen in and you'll hear their responses right after this. Thanks. Hello, beautiful people. Hi. Hello. Um, it would be great if we respond one at a time. So like I'll say La so that La knows when to speak. And I'll say Ethel so that Ethel, you know when to speak. So we won't talk over one another. Got it. Yes. So in response to my recent podcast called Four Weeks on Lockdown in New York, I'm sure that you guys would have something to add because both of you also live in New York, like myself. Um, so basically, I would like to know how you feel about what's going on or even afterwards, if you have some suggestions for things that people can do with their families at this time, since we've been in for now a little over a month. So I would like to start with Ethel. Yes. What would you like to say? I would like to say that I feel a little shut in because I'm so used to going out in the community and enjoying myself. So what are the, some of the things that you can't do now that you were able to do before the coronavirus pandemic hit, Ethel? Take my grandson to the park and enjoy time in the park. Right. I miss that too, being able to go out and breathe the fresh air. La, what about you? Um. Well, I feel kind of scared sometimes about what's next to come because I feel like every day there's people dying or there's something new that the virus can live in the air for a certain amount of time or it could be on surfaces or it could be on um, boxes or in groceries. So I'm just kind of, I don't have the words to say right now. I just kind of live it day by day of what yeah. happened. Yeah. Wow. I feel the same way. You don't know whether to let people into your house. Mm -hmm. You don't know whether to pick up the mail. Right. Because this is such a contagious strain of virus. 
and it lives a long time in the air and on surfaces. Mm -hmm. And um, there's only so much Lysol each family has after a while. Right. You want what do you do when you no longer have disinfectants? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it is very scary. I agree with you 100%. Very scary time. Mm -hmm. So what have you guys been doing to pass the time? while we're in and can't be out and about like to the park and other places um la oh me okay um well i'm currently with my husband right now we've been watching movies we're watching youtube i have a four-month-old baby so i'm trying to keep her busy and making sure she's we read books to her and we play with her all day so just trying to past the time honestly and some days the time goes by quick and other days it's slow but now I'm also back to work I'm working from home so for eight hours I'm busy with that out of the day you are a real superwoman (laughs) (laughs) I try my best (laughs) and you have that adorable little one that you spoke of um what should we give her as a nickname? Uh, Adorable little baby. <laughs> yeah, but I call him my sunshine. That's oh, so beautiful. <laughs> Is she sleeping right now? Yeah, now she sleeps between 8 and 9 every night. So 8.30, she's usually gone to sleep. I put it down around like 8.15. Yeah. Talks and babbles and then she falls asleep and then she sleeps for maybe like six hours straight and then eats That's and then awesome. Yep. Wow. So E, let me di- redirect because I could talk about the baby all day. We all could. Yeah. So I'm gonna redirect to, to Ethel. Ethel, what have you been doing to pass the time since you're indoors and can't go out as much? Well, we play games and we have Bible study and we watch movies also. What awesome answers. You're, I'm so, so, so happy to have the two of you on my show today um, to discuss, you know, what's going on in the world. And specifically, I wanted to say something because New York is the epicenter of it all in America, you know, it's like the worst hit place. And I bet there's people around the world wondering how we're dealing with it. So our thoughts will give them some insight. That's what I was thinking. So what would you like to say to people who may be in like Italy or in Spain or in London who may be listening? Because I do get listeners from out of the United States, what would you like to say to the, to them about the type of experience that we've been having in dealing with um, the coronavirus? I know for myself, before I call on one of you, um, I kind of felt like it was scary, but not as scary until a neighbor of mine passed away last week. That's when it kind of really hit me harder because it's like now I know someone mm-hmm. who's been directly affected by it. I've been seeing the images on YouTube and on television news, but it was not like hitting me at home. 
it was kind of surreal. Now it feels real because I knew this lady personally. I'd see her sometimes on a daily basis, sometimes in the summertime sitting on the porch and to know that she will never come home again to her husband or her family is a very hurting thing. So now it feels like it's even more real to me. So Law, what would you have to say to people outside of the United States well, uh, about what we're experiencing? First, I want to say I'm sorry for your loss with your um, the person that you knew. I think it is really much harder when you know someone that has it or someone that could possibly have it because I, I knew someone that could possibly have it and it really affected me before I even knew if the person had it for sure. They just took the test and it really bothered me because I started thinking about, you know, what if and if if they do get it, how bad it would be and all that stuff. So I know that that's really a hard time for anyone. And I also have a coworker whose grandmother tested positive and then he got the symptoms too. But instead of... Um, them giving him a test at the hospital hospital they told him to just um quarantine at home but he had everything he had the fever he had the loss of appetite he had the shortness of breath me too so that really wow. was like wow like it could happen to anyone and i know at first they said it was older people with um underlying health conditions and now it's newborns and it's younger people so it's anybody could get it so I would just say, um, just try to stay inside. I know it's hard for people to stay inside because we're so used to moving around and having so much freedom and doing whatever we want to do. Like right now, I wish I could take my daughter to go see my family members and to go to the park and stuff because she's so young and now it's getting nice outside. And I wish that I could do those things. But I would say just stay put, try to find things to do in the house, only go out if you need to which is for like groceries. I feel like that's basically the only reason to go outside at this point and just try to be safe, have your protection, have your mask, have your gloves and make sure that you're not cross-contaminating things because with your gloves, you can, you can easily contaminate them by touching other things and then touching your face. So it's like people need to realize too that just because you have on protective gear doesn't mean you're always protected if you don't use them correctly. So that's just something that I would like to point out to everyone and just, you know, pray and just, you know, try not to overthink things, even though it's hard to do that. You know, try to stay calm, stay strong for your family members. That's it. Thank you, Law. Very well put. Ethel, would you like to add on to that? Yes. I would like to say that it got real for me by seeing the body count and also so much in the media, so much on the deaths of deaths of other people. So I would also like to say I'm so sorry for all the loss, but it's so much of a big area all over with the schools and as you say, Italy and different places. But if we could all learn a lesson, for me, it would be to follow the rules because that's going to be part of what gets us out of this situation. So I would tell people the same thing, wear your mask, your gloves, and 
just help each other to get through, but mainly stay home, stay safe, and follow the rules. Again, I agree with both of you. Very, very important points. The sheltering in is to save lives. And if we look at it that way, I think that we'll feel better about doing it. And as you said, if you have to go out, definitely protect yourself. And as La said, try not to cross contaminate by touching your face or bringing things into the house like your shoes, leave them in the vestibule, spray them down if you have lice all left. And um, all of those things will help us to get through it, through, through it. But like you guys were saying, also hope is very important. We have to know that this will not be always. America has faced other things like the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, and so many wars and other things in the past that people thought we wouldn't get past, but Americans are tough. And specifically New Yorkers are very tough people. And we just have to follow the rules as Ethel and La said, we have to follow the rules so that we can see the light and gradually get to the light at the end of that tunnel. And again, I appreciate both of you so much for being a part of my show. Please chime in again at any time that you wish. Um, reach out to me on social media or you can do voice messages or if you um, text me or email me, I can always send you a link so that you can to join the discussion. Thank you so, so much. You're the only two people besides my, my nephew and my biggest fan of my show, Caprice, who chimes in with me. So I really, really appreciate you. So Ethel and La, have a great night. Stay blessed and stay safe. You Do too. You? Thank Thanks you. for having me. Thanks. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Next time I want to speak to that adorable baby. Okay, you got to call before her bedtime. Okay. Will do. Will do. Thanks You're again. Welcome. You're Have welcome. A good night. Good, good night.